Hello, and welcome to Recapping with Delora and Ashley. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Recapping Podcast. Also, rate, review, and subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast platform. We're on all the things. We want to hear your thoughts on the movies and shows we review. Leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts or our YouTube channel, and we will read them during the show. Or reach out to us on social media. We love talking all things entertainment and pop culture with you. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. I was so supposed to wear some attempt or version of pink today in honor of our recap of Barbie. And Do you own pink? That's the thing. I do have like maybe two or three pink things, but I still, when it came time for us to start recording, I was like, ah, oh, damn. But she did have a couple of looks in the film that were not pink. So I do Correct. feel okay yes. about not draping myself in a pink look. <laughs> Dousing yourself in hot pink. Yes. Granted, our podcast cover is very pink. It is thematic, yes. And what's also funny about it with the new, I got the new iOS update. And so my podcasts are coming in looking different. And when our podcast is on, it's a whole pink screen. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's pretty uh, voluminous. Look look at this. Look at this, Ashley. Okay, let me. Wow. Well, there you go. See, we've been on trend for this Barbie mania. And didn't even know. So didn't even know. Didn't there even you know. go. Well, we're already in Barbie mode. So let me give y'all a few things about this while we're getting into our recap of the one and only summer blockbuster cultural phenomenon. The film was released on July 21st, 2023, currently available to stream exclusively on Max. Quick summary. Barbie and Ken are having the time of their lives in the colorful and seemingly perfect world of Barbie land. However, when they get a chance to go to the real world, they soon discover the joys and perils of living among humans. Director Greta Gerwig. Box office. As of now, it has raked in $1.5 billion. Like astronomical. Astronomical. Marvel numbers. All right, cast. Now, I've broken this out by first the Barbies and the Kens, and it's not even the full list because y'all have to go on these internets, but I'll give y'all some of them. So our Barbies, Margot Robbie, Issa Rae, Kat McKinnon, Alexandra Ship, Emma Mackey, Tari Neff, Dua Lipa, and Nicola Conklin, okay? Our Kens, Ryan Gosling, Simu Liu, Kingsley Benadir, apologies if this is not correct, but Kuti Gatwa and John Cena. And then we also have America Ferrara as Gloria, Michael Cera as fan favorite Alan. That's Bay. Ariana Greenblatt as Sasha, Helen Mirren as the narrator, Will Ferrell as CEO of Mattel, and a tie-in to our previous recap, of Saltburn with Emerald Girl. Fennel yep. as Midge. Yep. I was making that connection to David when we were watching Barbie for the recap. 
And I was like, you do know the the director, writer, and producer of the movie we just recap is her right there. <laughs> the mastermind Correct. of the tub. Correct. <laughs> Reviews. Rotten Tomatoes. 88% critic score. 83% audience score. And 75% of Google users gave this film a thumbs up. Delora, what is your grade for Barbie? It was one of my favorite films of 2023. It is definitely an A. And re-watching it, I was cackling. I mean, Margot Robbie, everybody talks about how gorgeous she is and Avi she is, but she is such a badass. Like she is out here producing, starring, acting. It takes a lot of intelligence to do drama and to do comedy very, very well with like depth and layer. And I feel like, she did a phenomenal job in this role. Someone online said it, and I completely agree. Barbie and Harley Quinn are, you know, what's, what's that saying? Two sides of the same coin. Hmm. Okay. If you look at it, the underbelly of it, I can see it. Strong females, that's for damn sure. One may be a little cuckoo for fucking Cocoa Puffs, but Margot Robbie made it look good, though. So She sure did. She sure did. And Ryan Goslin, he's a national treasure, even though he's Canadian. <laughs> he is. <laughs> he is. <laughs> Protect Ryan Gosling at all costs. All costs. I've been following his career since he was young Hercules. Okay. Girl, since so- he was on the Mickey Mouse Club. I didn't want, I, we didn't have cable. So I didn't get a chance to live that life. You know what I mean? But shout out to him and his kin. That evolution was chef's kiss. And shout out to Greta and the layers. The fact that our booze from sex education was all in through, through this movie. And I don't know if you know this, but they had the Barbies and kins paired up and Emma and Doctor Who, because I don't want to mess up his name. <laughs> they were each other's Barbie and Ken. And I know we, we got everybody. We got our girl from Bridgerton in here. We got Issa Rae as president. Like, it was a joy. It Such, was. so much fun. And I loved it. How about you? It is absolutely an A for me as well. Really A plus. I mean, I don't think there's anything else I needed or wanted from this film. Like I said, it was such an experience to get to go see it for the first time because of the, you know, energy of seeing it in a group, in a crowd, going to the theater. But even again, watching it this second time, the vibrancy, the the beautiful, the beautiful sets, the way that they really brought yeah. The energy of what I expected from Barbie and that world. Like, I want to live in Barbie land. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just so Where's stunning. the theme park? Exactly. Is it coming? I feel exactly. like it's coming. It was stunning. It was a spectacle. And then the story, just to have that depth was fantastic because I didn't know what to expect from the actual storyline, right? Yeah. Barbie is a toy you don't like toy story ended up having a lot of depth and heart too yeah but i didn't know what we were gonna really get from a barbie film but i know barbie is one of those that people have tried to get a film out of for a long time i even saw a tale a story recently about sharon stone that tried to get a barbie project off the ground years and years ago amy stewart yeah i mean do it yeah oh schumer amy schumer yeah she was originally attached i'm just so glad that it really lived up to the hype 
because it was so hyped. Yes, it was. But did you see the comparisons uh, to Black Panther and Barbie? No. It's essentially like the hero goes out in the world and has like an existential crisis and comes back and have to fight one of their own type of deal. Mm. Um, but they're, they're, the hero story is everlasting it's a foundation to a lot of our storytelling so I just thought that was an interesting comparison (laughs) I also want to say that I am sad uh for Dan Levy that Dan did not get a chance to be in this film like he was supposed to be he would have been so perfect Dan was supposed to be a kid freaking perfect and then we were also supposed to get a special appearance by timothy chalamet that did not work out either really she's like this he's like like one of my kids you know because he's you know little women and other projects she was like it's like having a film and not having my kids in it so that's true it just didn't work out with scheduling but yeah that was just a couple that i was like oh yeah it would have been nice to have that call back or just to see their faces pop up for sure but let's get into the film spoiler alert for anybody who has not seen barbie let's get into it so first question out the gate growing up, did you prefer Barbies or baby dolls? That's a great question. I wasn't really attached to dolls in that way. Maybe Barbies. I don't know. I, I think they were pretty equally because when I was younger, I had this doll that had like this cherry scented baby food that you would stick in and put her in her mouth and the the spoon would retract the the cherries and then there was a bottle and then when it comes to like my dolls I had like a beauty and beast doll set where I had like the boy doll and the girl doll but I really didn't get into like my my cousin Nini shout out to my cousin Nini her family always set her up with all the Barbie things she had the Barbie's beach house and the and the Barbie cars and all and all the clothes and accessories we did not have all that growing (laughs) up so yeah I don't know maybe 50 50 how about you I was definitely probably more baby dolls but it had to be baby dolls that did things like to your point I had one that it was like a cabbage patch doll or something but it like ate food and so it went into like the mouth and it came out somewhere I can't remember where then I had a doll that actually did like pee and poop type thing (laughs) and so I just I liked I was more so like I liked experiments and the little easy bake ovens and like things that I could actually do stuff with versus just sitting and playing with and trying to I guess use my imagination easy bake oven was on my Christmas list for like four Christmases and when I finally got it it was like the best day of my entire life yes those brownies went hard (laughs) and to think we were cooking with a light bulb I just (laughs) but it it was everything I had to have it it was everything but even though I was not necessarily a Barbie uh enthusiast in that way Barbie was iconic right like going into Toys R Us because yes we are of the Toys R Us original generation (laughs) right barbie had its own section in the freaking store you know what i'm saying like barbie legos like it's an it was an iconic thing as a kid and so i always wanted the accessories i always wanted a a a pink car i always wanted the the dream house you know so these iconic staples i feel like whether or not you were an enthusiast or not as a kid it was like an inescapable part of your childhood So along with that, I just love the opening montage of the film 
and just the thought of like, but Barbie was revolutionary and Barbie, Barbie may have started as just this uh, figure of a woman who had these unimaginable body proportions and all these things. But then Barbie turned into something that was impactful because you could see yourself as a doctor. You could see yourself as all these various professional women and things that you had your own money. You had your own house. You had your own car. You were doing your thing. Independent. <laughs> yes. Where was Destiny's Child? They needed to drop that track. Exactly. Right on into the film. The Barbies in Barbie Land thought that they had more of an impact than they actually did in the real world, right? Because they thought that all problems of feminism and equal rights had been solved. A strong sense of self. Like yes. when she was prepping, she's like, oh my goodness, everybody's going to be so excited and going to be thanking you for all you've done. Too bad. Twas not the case. Would have loved it. But that's not the real world that we're currently living in. So we start the film in Barbie land. And like I said, Barbie land, I want to live in. It was so lush. It was so spectacular. Even though they didn't have real food or real water, it looked amazing. What do you think of the Barbie land that they created for the film? It was perfection. It was as if a little girl was playing with her Barbies in Barbie's dream house, dream engine. So we, I feel like I've been using the word immersive entirely too much, but I felt like it was immersive. <laughs> like, um, like I wanted to be in that world, that vibrant world. I love the outfits. <laughs> I love the color. It was, it was gorgeous. And everybody just was so happy at least the barbies you know yes they were you yep. wake up you have this strong sense of purpose you know the barbies they're running the world you know they're they are the president they are the supreme court they have all the jobs they have all the power in barbie land and they're getting stuff done they called it in one article i read like a, a women a woman's eden something like that Ooh, okay mm -hmm. So needless to say, the Barbies were living their best lives with the Kins around to do beach. <laughs> were you surprised by the relationship between Barbies and Kins as we get into the film? No, because Ken was always secondary. The only time I got a Bill doll was when I got the Beast. And it was when, because, you know, the, that movie came out when we were kids and it was essentially a mask that they had over his head that you could take on and off or whatever. Mm. And for the big reveal for the big reveal, you know, but I didn't have any kids. <laughs> <laughs> I did yeah. not have any kids. I don't know if I remember seeing people playing with kids. I'm sure obviously some people did, but I guess I still thought going into the movie that they were, together for real like that it was a real relationship and so like barbie and ken are going to be you know booed up so when i'm watching the movie and i'm like she ain't even paying no attention you want to stay over the night she's like it's a girl's night every night is a girl's night i'm like damn right. my dude can't even get no quality t-i-m-e he said so what would we do you know things that boyfriend and girlfriends do and what is that um i don't know <laughs> rub our non-genitals together who knows <laughs> exactly but yeah i was surprised that he was 
to us, again, I know that Ken is an accessory to Barbie, honestly, but truly that he felt so secondary and was treated so secondary. So at a party, stereotypical Barbie, as Margot Robbie's character is called in the film, she asks about death and suddenly seems to be malfunctioning. She has bad breath. She had a cold shower. She had a burnt waffle. She fell from the roof. And shock and awe, she has flat feet now. The audacity. She said, I love when she was walking up the steps and she said, I would never wear heels if my feet were like this for real. Subtle not to the fact that we do not need to be walking around in these heels. Girl, I was going to say, welcome to the club. Yeah. (laughs) So she goes to who they dubbed Weird Barbie for advice. Who's my favorite. Oh, the fact that she is constantly in splits had me rolling. I was like, and then Kay McKenna is just fantastic. Because at one point she hissed as stereotypical Barbie. And I'm like, girl, but it was also True. when she put the mirror up to Margot Robbie and then she took it away and her face was there and Margot Robbie screamed. And she was like, I set myself up for that. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> they said at one time she was considered the most beautiful Barbie. But yep. she, you become weird when you get played with too much in the real world. Which, again, I was trying to tie so many things of like, this sounds like something that could happen in Toy Story. You know what I'm saying? Because... <laughs> Remember when uh, I think it was Woody got played with too hard and he busted a seam and that's how he ended up at the bad guy's place mm. who wanted to p- put him Sell in a collection. Him. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. 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 Sorry, y'all. I'm gonna make a few references probably to Toy Story just because that's iconic and one of my favorite of this genre of like toys and all of that toy films. But also the funny thing about Weird Barbie is she the only one who knows what the fuck's really going on, right? Like Barbie, Weird Barbie, she may not Her eyes be- have been open. Yeah, she may not be with y'all, who y'all want to hang with um, in Barbie land, but when you need help, who can you run to? Because she realized that there was a portal that had been opened between the real world and Barbie land and that stereotypical Barbie had to go to the real world, get it figured out. So she sets off to find the girl playing with her to fix things with an uninvited Ken tagging along. I dubbed this section as planes, trains, and automobiles because I love the fact that they had this really? montage of transportation yeah. that you have to take just to get from Barbie land to the real world. I feel like it was just an excuse to have more outfit changes. Truly. I And that was the, the point. That was the point I was going to bring up was the fact that there was an associated outfit for each journey from the boat to space. I loved it though. It was a great setup. It was a great uh, choice because it made it more fun and fell so in line with the theme of like, you know, not being reality until we obviously land in Los Angeles and they were immediately confronted with the reality of humanity which is we suck right they're (laughs) they're they're made fun of they are laughed at they are gawked at uh margot robbie is very uncomfortable she immediately gets anxiety whereas you know ken he's living his best life he's like hey i feel this new sense of like power and privilege and talk about being woke right (laughs) he was like oh this is he was like this is like the reverse of what i've always seen and experienced it it was him walking up talking about 
I want to perform surgery on somebody. They're like, you're not a doctor. He's like, but But I'm I'm a man. man. (laughs) You know, I don't know the, this is me paraphrasing, but apparently the question was like, do you feel like you can land a plane? And they asked inexperienced people to do that. And by a lot, men were like, yeah, I can land a plane. Because I've done a simulation. I've played whatever video game simulator. I've logged so many hours. Of course I could land a plane. I don't even think that's it either, Ashley. Mm. I just... Just the confidence. Yep. The (laughs) unmitigated gall of it all. You know, sometimes you have to be a little bit delusional, I guess, in this life. But truly, seem to get it much more than women. They do. The FBI called Mattel to let them know Barbie and Kim were on the loose. Did it make sense to you that the government would be aware of this existence of a different world? Absolutely. The same way they knew aliens exist before, they've been slowly breadcrumbing it to society. Something's about to happen. (laughs) I hope not. I hope not either. But it's just highly suspicious. That's all. I need to just be ignorant to some of this stuff. I couldn't work for the FBI and know all these secrets. <laughs> if Barbie or Land even, exists, don't tell me. Don't tell me. I'm like, or even running for president. I'm like, you know all the secrets. How mm-hmm. you go to bed at night? Mm, exactly. How you retire? That's why like, they prematurely gray and do it. It's just so much stress. Absolutely. It's so much stress. So Barbie tracks down Sasha, the girl she's seen in her visions, which that whole visions thing was interesting to me like what is it about the barbie power that allows her to sit still close her eyes and suddenly she can see a memory memories rather that she was in as her toy self and how is it just like there are millions of that type of barbie in the world so how is it just honed in on this one child i guess a toy knows their owner sure the magic of cinema as well (laughs) Of course. When she tracks down Sasha, she's a bit of a mean girl. She calls her a fascist and makes Barbie cry. How did you feel about her and her little crew? They were brats. (laughs) Did you see that there's speculation that they represent... The Bratz dolls. Barbie's competition. I, um, I hope that's not what kids in middle school, how they engage... I don't know any, I don't talk to any kids in middle school, but I was like, that was real cutthroat. You're too young to be this jaded. child, her favorite thing to say is, how dare you? (laughs) And this is coming from a five-year-old. So gotta hold on to my britches. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yeah. I wouldn't have been ready. Like she just realized and discovered she had tear ducts and- you made her weep. Like, I felt really bad for Barbie. She came in with such enthusiasm and energy. And she was so sweet. See what these so kids got to deal with. This is why I don't miss, like, going to school. Like, <laughs> I don't kids miss the social. Mean. Yeah, I don't miss the social dynamics of school at all. Unhinged, truly. Mm-hmm. And social media these days, ain't no way. Meanwhile, like I said, Ken is loving this patriarchal society we call life. And he dips out back to Barbie land to teach patriarchy to the other kids. He just left Barbie. She got full confiscated, kidnapped by Mattel. And he just left her. 
some boyfriend. His dreams and goals are paramount, Ashley. What you talking about? He's mad. I thought he was supposed to be ride or die for Barbie. He just left her. Didn't know what could possibly happen to her out there in the real world. Crazy. But, you know, I don't ex- I don't have much expectation for Ken. You know what I mean? <laughs> you didn't? He was already a jaded lover once he got to America in terms of like, oh, this is y'all set up. What have I been doing? Let I me go like ahead. Got, I feel like he got real annoying when they got to the real world. Like he became like an asshole. Yes, he was slowly being converted. Absolutely. But he was almost like a helpless puppy before though. Real talk. I know. It was a it was a change for sure. Like I was like, what has happened to you? You get this little taste in the air of a male dominated society and you just flip this fast. It was sad to witness. I wondered how much different we would be if we got to grow up in Barbie land. That's what I was thinking. Cause we have to eat, eat, sleep and breathe this shit every day. Right. It takes active work to deprogram yourself. <laughs> and I know for sure I still absorb it and perpetuate it in so many ways easy easy speaking of the patriarchy when the all-male executives at mattel try to get barbie back to barbie land they try to rebox her she manages an escape with help from sasha and her mom gloria who is the executive assistant at mattel i don't know how it i guess it's very possible but i don't even know how they would be able to get away with having an all-male executive board at this day and age, at this point in time, over Barbie in this way. It could literally be how Mattel really looks, though. I didn't even look to see what their board looks like. That's so funny. I do feel like it's not that (laughs) far-fetched. But... I was happy to see that they had some diversity on there, right? In terms of different perspective, but it's like, why are men in charge of, you know, slowly in charge of, you know, gross toys. You talk about growing up in an era of Toys R Us. I also remember growing up in an era of salacious talk shows like Jerry Springer and Sally Jesse Raphael and they would always do like salacious stories and one of them was how people's obsession with Barbies extended them getting like plastic surgery and when it's too much and so I remember seeing that as a kid like people really actually try to alter themselves so they can look like a toy because she was for them the epitome of woman yeah. femininity what have you and that's when you know barbie could go wrong in that in that regard right but that's the thing that i also really enjoyed about this movie is that we saw all shades of barbies and kens and all sizes mm-hmm. because that was not something that we had growing up and i'm glad there was more thought put behind it now for sure So it turns out that it's Gloria who has been playing with Barbie and is causing her existential crisis because she's going through her own ish and is putting it off on the toy. That made me really sad. That made me really sad to think it's like, we used to play together. Now you don't want anything to do with me. I'm like, Lord Jesus. Oh, that's not my story. (laughs) That's not my story. (laughs) There may be some some rough patches, but I feel like daughters find their way back to their moms. 
So it's going to be okay. <laughs> so Barbie takes Gloria and Sasha back to Barbie land, but it is not quite how she left it. Ken and the patriarchy have taken over, including her dream house, which is now Ken's Mojo Dojo Casa House. I just had in my notes the audacity. And it was leaking into the real world because little boys were loving it and ordering this Mojo Dojo Casa House. Yep. How'd you feel I about mean, this this trans this transformation when we get back to Barbie land? Because the Barbies are even waiting on the Ken's hand and foot. That name alone took me completely out. I was like, y'all are so unserious. <laughs> Mojo Dojo oh, Casa. Like, what? What? <laughs> and then the Barbies. I think it was interesting how easily they were persuaded, um, considering they are strong-minded women, independent women. But just like Riri said in her latest, you know, Savage Fenty campaign, she wants the bottom. And it's like every dominant woman don't want to be making decisions. The fact that they asked her that, y'all are wild. They're like top or bottom. And uh, people are like, yeah, the most boss chicks always want to. <laughs> like, I don't want to make any more decisions. <laughs> Do you feel like Barbie neglected Ken? I feel like Barbie could have been a better partner in the relationship. I think there was definitely opportunity for that. Like just for her to hear him out because frankly, Barbie was doing her own thing. Girls night every night and honestly whenever they were interacting with each other it felt like to me that he was wasting her time <laughs> so yeah there is definitely opportunities to make improvement in that relationship first time I saw it I felt for Ken I was like yeah that's true like she really was not giving you the time of day you were like your whole existence is wrapped up in her acknowledgement and her affection towards you. Um, and so that was really sad. But the second time I watched, I was like, man, F you can. Like, how dare you come back in and take over, take over my house, my, you know, world, everything that's been going on. I get that it was like that switcheroo of now you see how it feels because this is you always made me feel this way. But it was like, can you right. not use your words? Can we not have a conversation? Because Barbie never did it intentionally to hurt you, you know? It was the audacity for me. The audacity. I was like, you're lucky. Barbie nicer than me because that may have turned violent, you know? Like, <laughs> y'all are wild for this. Because Ken ain't got no house. Ken didn't have anything. Remember when they were driving in and Sasha was like, so where, where did the Ken sleep? She was like, you know what? I have no, uh, no idea. idea. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they sleep on the beach, clearly, because they ain't got no homes. We get the monologue of the film on the impossible standards for women from Gloria as she's trying to help Barbie get out of this funk that she now feels that the world has been transformed. Did this monologue hit for you? Did you feel it? So the reason why this movie didn't get an A++++++ for me was because when it tried to get in its depth, it was kind of preachy to me. And then the pacing was odd too, as we conclude the film and and so i'm like you know snarky funny hilarious 
And then it's like, you know, America's monologue, which I appreciated. So I, how can I put it? I did appreciate what she had to say, but I also felt like it's like we understand the whole point of everything now. It's like you want to drive this home. I agree. I mean, she did not utter a lie in her monologue, but I think when I saw it, I was like, this feels like Hollywood mumbo jumbo that sometimes I feel people say during awards (laughs) acceptance speeches when they want to get up and they want to show how progressive they are and all these things that it felt like that a little bit it felt like preaching to the choir also because obviously the target audience of this is women yep and so I get you wanted us to feel seen you want us to feel heard you want us to felt understood but yeah it it was a little preachy for sure but it as far as the film goes, was the key to breaking the Barbies from their brainwashing. Because essentially, going back to how were they so easily persuaded, it was like, because Barbie land has always been Barbie land, they had no defenses against this new mindset. You know, it was like, right. I think they 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 <laughs> they may have compared it to like the measles outbreak or something, which for us probably we can compare even more so to like COVID. Like we had no protections or barriers against it. So we didn't know right. how to handle it. And it came in fast. And there was a lot of information that we were trying to sift through quickly to figure out what was going on. So I I can understand that thought process. But in order to kind of get things back on track for Barbie land, they realized that they had to turn the Kins against each other. So we get two epic scenes for the Kins in this film. One is that beach freaking brawl where they were twisting nipples. And poking each other. It was pretty epic. And then that fossy dance and inspired the dance. Dance battle with <laughs> the pink Michael Jackson socks. I love these two scenes so much. The choreography was amazing. Everyone did it so well. These are Everyone effects. was a dancer. I was like, I'm crazy. looking at Kingston, like, sir, you you are Malcolm X. And you're about to be, you're about to be Bob Marley. (laughs) Like, and here you are, Ken, Ken, in this dance battle. I just, the range, I loved it. I loved it so much. The choreography was amazing to me for both of those scenes. Like it was so much going on, but visually it was very satisfying to watch how it all really came together. So they are able to turn the Kins and avoid a change to the constitution. And so Barbie land and the Barbies are restored to power in their rightful places. Ken was going through it though, when he was confronted with everything after all was said and done, because we realized and he realized he had no sense of self or identity without Barbie. I love this. Which is a him problem, not a her. (laughs) I love this scene because, again, this is what the conversation should have been before you turn to your antics. It should have been like, can we sit and chat? Why did it have to take all this for Ken to express his feelings? (laughs) I wish we could have used our words earlier in the film. But the Barbies, you know, acquiesce a little bit. They give them a little bit of power. Barbie... Stereotypical Barbie apologizes. She says, you're right. I was not, I should have treated you better, essentially. Mm -hmm. And they said that the Kins will eventually have just as much power as women have in the real world. Oh my, that was definitely a tongue in cheek moment for (laughs) sure. 
Absolutely. See, those are the things that you could have had. You didn't even need the monologue. You could have just had those bits that helped you understand the message, right? So with the help of the creator of Barbie, Ruth Handler, hello, Rhea Perlman, Barbie chooses to become a human being. Okay, Pinocchio. (laughs) What did you think of her choice? As a human, I would have just wanted to go back to Barbie land. Like, girl, why? (laughs) This human shit is overrated, Barbie. Overrated. Like, girl, you have a doting boo thing, your own mansion. Apparently, no stresses when it comes to taxes, health care. You'll have no worries. You're never going to die. But that's another thing. I mean, you're now choosing to become a mortal, which means you will pass away at some point. You could, you'll have hardships, you'll have heartbreaks, you'll have all sorts of issues. Right. The grass was greener to her, I guess, because ain't no way I said I would have kept my ass in Barbie land for sure. Her first thing when she's in the world that we see is she's going to the gynecologist. That's a horror movie for some women. You know what I'm saying? Who volunteers to do that? You didn't even have genitals before. Now you're going deep. You about to get a a freaking pap smear, ma'am. Definitely speaking to, you know, the journey in this country and women's rights to their own autonomy. Again, name me a law that restricts men from doing anything with their bodies. Mm Mm-hmm. Or even the healthcare recommendation differences, right? Like women could have all sorts of issues, but we can't, we're not going to give you a hysterectomy. We're not going to do anything to jeopardize. Because what if your future partner is going to want to have children? We can't have you do any of that. Man comes in, I want a vasectomy. Oh, okay. We can schedule you for next week. But those are reversible, apparently. Reversible, but that doesn't mean a man's going to choose to reverse it. The difference to me is always in the idea that a woman is making a decision that is not truly her own that there could be someone else who needs to be a part of that decision with her or that she just doesn't have enough thought to decide what is in her best interest Mm, so anyway didn't mean to go down that hole but the (laughs) point (laughs) to wrap up this film i just wanted to uh, mention something that greta gerwig said in regards to the overall messaging of the movie because i had looked into ruth handler who again is the original true original creator of barbie um her daughter name was barbara Greta said that the Barbie movie was only ever going to be a mother-daughter movie because it started from the relationship between Ruth and her daughter, Barbara. And that's where the name Barbie and everything came from. So in essence, the messaging was really uh, a mother-daughter message, which obviously we really get from the Gloria-Sasha dynamic. Give me your favorite look from the film, your favorite song from the film, And any final thoughts you have for Barbie? My favorite look from the film, man, this is really difficult. I really enjoy, I'm going to have to give you more than one. So the first one was, I love the roller skate outfit. I thought they were adorable in the neon colors and 
the vibrant pinks. And then I love the outfit that followed with the cowboy um, look. She looked amazing in Ken with the fringe. You know, I love a fringe moment. <laughs> I also enjoyed the blue and white dress she wore to see the weird Barbie. Like I thought I that was that. super yep. cute. And I love the hair that went with it. Mm-hmm. Um, Gorgeous then, wigs throughout this movie. Gorgeous. I mean, Finn fantastic and my favorite song is the dance party she had at her house they were jamming like i want to go to a party that's that fabulous and and full of choreography that everybody knows and just having a great time i felt like we were on the set of a lot of 90s teen rom-com films because it felt like so many of them had a random dance break (laughs) yes funk show brother Mm -mm, she's all mm -mm. that baby if you don't know (laughs) (laughs) in terms of my final thoughts for the movie ellen is my boo he was like the best ally the barbies could ask for he was literally ride or die he was and I really absolutely adored all the costumes, um, as I mentioned previously. And then just to see the diversity in the cast and the star power. It was so much fun. It was like peak summer film. Peak summer film. And shout out to America. Like she has been doing the dang on thing for years. And I've been a fan along the way. I was a huge Ugly Betty. Betty. I have been so, re-watching Ugly, Ugly Betty on Betty. Netflix. Yeah. They've had some iconic guest stars come through there too. Like, I was like, young Adele was on freaking Ugly Betty? Who knew? Who Man, knew? I don't even remember that episode. That's but- a throwback. I have I that sometimes like the show I put on when I'm going to sleep, but I did rewatch the entire series on Netflix not too long ago. So I just feel like it needed more, and I hated the ending, but I still like Ugly. You better. know what? I was on that bandwagon so tough, but I missed the final season, so maybe I need to just rewatch it and and see what it's all about. Yeah. But shout out to Margot. Shout out to Issa. <laughs> President Barbie. It was super cute and a lot of fun. Absolutely. So my favorite look from the film is the Chanel look, darling. When she goes over to trick Ryan Gosling into believing that she was down for the calls. Yeah. The Chanel necklace, the pink yep. dress, the purse. Yep. I actually everything. was thinking about that too. But yeah, I'm glad you said it. Absolutely. My favorite song is Billie Eilish. I love me some freaking Billie Eilish. And the video as well was so cute and like made so much sense for the theme of Barbie. But that song is just one of those that comes in is just so impactful to the moment and to the story. And Billie Eilish stands shoulders above her peers for me (laughs) a bit. She already got an Oscar and she's probably about to get another one. What was I made for? How perfect is that for this movie? It was beautiful. Beautiful. And then my final thoughts is, man, I, like I said, I'm so glad that they did not disappoint me. This was such a hyped up moment in film. 
and it lived up to everything. And I hope it continues to receive love and accolades. I'm glad that it was such a blockbuster so that Hollywood will continue to take chances and make films along these lines. I'm glad that a female director was able to get this level of box office power and recognition. Absolutely. I love you, Margot Robbie. Do your thing, girl. All right, Delora. All right, guys. That's it for our recap of Barbie. Let us know what you think. However way you want to get in touch, we're always happy to hear from you. Delora, let's move on to Hidden Gems. What you got for the week? All right. I have a handful. Like, (laughs) let's start with the podcast. So Kev on stage, my internet cousin, has a podcast with that chick Angel. It's called Here's the Thing. I've talked about them in the past, but whenever recently, I hear that chick angel, I'm so sorry to interrupt you. I just still think of the margarita song. <laughs> I mean, that song was maker. so hard. Hit maker. Okay. <laughs> and I love the videos of her and her husband, but go ahead. Yes, right. They came back from vacation and I was ready for their input on Cat Williams because both of them are comedians. And so this particular episode I want to highlight today is called Cat Williams versus Everybody. Because as you know, Cat Williams was swinging. Yeah, he was swinging. I think the part of their conversation that I really appreciated was that they were like, y'all know he was lying too, right? And it's like, yeah, but I feel like a lot of people probably didn't pick up the fact that he was lying about like reading what he said 3,000 books a year (laughs) people made fun of those bits though people did people made fun of that people made fun of him talking about he could run up whatever his stats were (laughs) because they even there was a video that somebody posted to him there's like he wasn't lying it was like he's running against like a middle-aged white woman like he's not he's not running uh race numbers you know right right but the fact that he had the same energy for the lies the half truths and the truths makes that conversation one of the most entertaining conversations so far of the year um besides ours of course of course Mm. (laughs) my next hidden gem is really hidden he's a singer his name is michael j woodward he actually won american idol like during the Katy perry era he has such a a beautiful voice and he does vocal acrobatics so well he's a big quirky in real life and if you're familiar with the animated movie called arlo he's the voice of the main character and the cartoon and animation for that movie is a little weird, but the music in that movie is phenomenal. For, for a kid's movie, they are doing some things. He just came out with a new project called MJW1. Uh, it's literally 17 minutes long. One of my favorite songs on this project is called Face. And gentlemen, he could sing. My third hidden gem, whoo. We, we might be recapping this. This is anime. It's on Netflix. It's called Blue Eye Samurai season one. There's eight episodes on there. There's a lot of famous um, Asian, Asian American actors who are voicing some of the characters and it's an epic journey. And I am on this ride and 
I can't wait for season two. That's all I'll say because there's a big reveal. There's love, there's loss, there's impeccable sword fighting. Here for it. I still have not watched any anime ever. Girl, you watch Pokemon? I have never watched Pokemon. Sailor Moon? Never. I only know certain references for pop culture purposes, but I have never watched. I asked someone recently for like a list of their favorites. I was like, maybe Dragon Ball Z. I didn't watch that. I know about some of these characters, but I've like I've never watched the shows. I've never played the games. Like I'm. What was it? The Airbender song? Uh, Airbender song. The last Uh, Airbender. Yeah. What was the name of that movie? Uh, That show. Anyway, Avatar. Like. James Cameron Avatar or a different Avatar? I thought it was called Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh, yeah. 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 Didn't watch it. Haven't seen it. Closest I've gotten is what Kill Bill had some anime scenes in it. Oh, well, we might be watching this. It is 100% on Rotten Tomatoes and 96% critic uh, audience score. So that's how good it is. The fans are fanning. I'm one of them. And my final hidden gem, another podcast, our political faves, Angela Rye, Tiffany Cross, and former mayor of Tallahassee, Andrew Gillum, Native Land Podcast. It premiered last week. It was a really good episode. It was number one um, at the end of last week. So I was so happy for them. I used to be a news junkie to the umph degree and courtesy of the Trump administration, I got burnt out um, when Joe Biden got became president and to the point where I don't even, it's like night and day (laughs) the way I used to consume news and be on the, on the hot topics, but it was exhausting, but I'm excited for this podcast because they're my trusted news source. I used to always go to them and looked at their shows or whenever they were on for their commentary, especially in regards to black issues. And I got my new favorite political podcast. Very nice. I still have to listen to uh, that first episode, but I'm glad that it is doing so well. Yes. All right, Ashley, it's all you. All right. I have two hidden gems. My first one is an Amazon Prime original film called Roleplay. This is starring Kaylee Cuoco and David Oyelowo as a married couple. And Kaylee Cuoco is a mom wife by day, assassin by night. So (laughs) she's living a double life and Ish catches up to her essentially. So I'll leave it there. It was an interesting ride. To um, I enjoyed seeing Kaylee Cuoco back in kind of a more uh, physically demanding role and to see what she did with it and also just kind of see where the story takes us because so often we have those stories of the husband. They even just had the one, the family plan with Mark Wahlberg on Apple TV Plus that dropped over the holidays where the husband is has this secret life. But I enjoyed the the switch with the wife and mom and kind of seeing how the the family takes it and what happens. So that's role play on Amazon prime. And then my second is school spirits on Netflix. This is one that had been on my radar for a while, but I've told y'all so often that I don't do ghosts and demons. Yeah. But when I saw the synopsis, I was like, well, it seems like it's going to be more Casper, right? It doesn't seem like it's going to be horror 
So I gave it a shot and I'm invested because I watched the whole binge the whole first season. Really? I watched the first three episodes and I was going to keep going. I just hadn't finished it. Yeah. Peyton List stars and is a producer on it, which we, who we know from Cobra Kai. And she's been around as a child actor for a long for a long time at this point. Right. And yeah. uh, this was really her vehicle. And she is a teenager who is seemingly murdered at her high school and the other spirits of students who have passed away are also residing there and she's trying to figure out who killed her essentially and so it's that who done it mystery yeah. thriller type and i gotta be honest with you the ending surprised me and that was not what i was expecting i thought i had figured things out okay okay so, i'm gonna have to finish it now mm-hmm so it was a ride. Um, they will have a season two. This is not a Netflix original. I think it may be a Paramount no, Plus. It is. Or something like that. Yeah. So I don't know how long it'll be until season two drops on Netflix, but I'm definitely invested to watch a season two. So those are my two hidden gems for the week. Thank you so much, Delora, for the recap of Barbie. <laughs> Thank you. Was a good time talking about yes. this beautiful world that we got a chance to experience if only on the big screen absolutely i'm sure universal studios is working on it right now please would love it would love it or at least have it on the warner brothers tour in la True. i'll go back True. all right guys that's it for us for today but we will be back with our headlines and hot topics episode this week so stay tuned Please share this episode with your friends, family, loved ones. We appreciate it. Please leave us some comments and keep the comments going. We had a comment on our Saltburn recap. Delora, I know you yes. wanted to mention. Yeah, thank you, Carmen, for your insights, uh, for listening to our recap. She did not watch the movie, but that's why we're here. We're we're here to tell you all about these movies, and you can decide whether or not you want to watch them later on. Um, she had some really great insights on some of the actors in the, in the film, so... You're also a recent follower, so thank you for following our Instagram. I think you're you're in a safe, wonderful place because we love all these conversations and uh, talk about Archie and all his previous projects. And yes, and by the way, my mom watched Gran Turismo. To your point, yeah. Carmen, yeah. and she freaking loved that movie. She we could barely get out the house like we needed to because she was so hooked on Gran Turismo. <laughs> That's the first thing I saw Archie in. So yeah, you go ahead and watch it because you know my high school bay is in that movie. My yep, my Orlando. teenage dream. Mm-hmm. Orlando, I see that tie into his wife. <laughs> caught it um thank you also Yay. to work stories account i know she also did a uh, comment for us on that yes. post as well so thank you let us know if you decide to watch the movie as well and guys please keep the comments coming we so love them we love to engage with you guys and talk to you so please always it, feel free to give us a shout it brightens up our day absolutely thank you absolutely yes. well guys in the meantime as always we'll get out of here but be blessed bye